The following program is underwritten in part by Organic Valley Family of Farms, celebrating 20 years organic and farmer-owned since 1988. Meet your local farmers at organicvalley.coop. Welcome to the Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. Our ability to heal the world defines us as human beings. It is central to our human nature. It links us to the very purpose of our lives. And all of us are made in such a way that we can make a difference. It's all alive. It's all connected. It's all intelligent. It's all relatives. We stand at the threshold of a historic opportunity in the human experiment to reimagine how to live on Earth and with each other in a way that honors the web of life. It's a revolution from the heart of nature and the human heart. As the basic life support systems of planet Earth plunge into dangerous decline, in this series, Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature, we celebrate social and scientific innovators with breakthrough solutions guided by how nature does it. The Bioneers, combining social innovation, leading-edge science, and indigenous and traditional knowledge, creating a future environment of hope. Stories drive our lives. Every comment from our loved ones, every newspaper article, every pop song, advertisement, or bit of gossip contains a premise, a message, a narrative, which we often follow unconsciously. But sometimes a book, a song, a speech, a kind word, or even an intimate dialogue with a friend can inspire us to entirely re-script our life. Could the same phenomenon happen on a social level? Could the fate of the planet not just reflect old stories, but change with new ones? How does our changing inner environment create an outer environment of health and wholeness? Join us for the next half hour as we explore a return to wholeness, storytelling as a healing art with Rachel Naomi Rimmon. My name is Neil Harvey. I'll be your host. Welcome to The Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. Rachel Naomi Remen did not start out healing with stories, but they have come to define her as the patient's doctor, the kind, caring presence who tends to our whole being, not just our symptoms. In addition to directing the study of health and illness at the Commonweal Institute and authoring the popular books Kitchen Table Wisdom and My Grandfather's Blessing, Rachel is clinical professor of family and community medicine at the University of California, San Francisco, one of the world's most prestigious medical centers. She is also director of the innovative UCSF course, The Healer's Art, which allows students to integrate compassion, harmlessness, altruism, and service into a more spiritually aware medical practice. Rachel's teaching and lecturing never lose sight of what might be called psychological vital signs, a sense of belonging, feeling oriented, valued, and even blessed. And that is where the power of stories comes in and how the blessing of a storyteller can shape our lives, as she told a recent Bioneers Conference audience. Let me start with a story from the 14th century. This is a story that my grandfather told me almost 65 years ago when I was very small. 
And Grandpa was an Orthodox rabbi, a student of Kabbalah, the Jewish mystical tradition. He was a flaming mystic. (laughs) And he was also a wonderful storyteller. And this is the story he told me about the birthday of the world. In the beginning, there is only the holy darkness, the source of life. And at some point in the history of things, the whole world as we know it, the world of a thousand thousand things, emerges as a ray of light from the heart of the holy darkness. And then, perhaps because this is a Jewish story, there's an accident. (laughs) And the vessels that contain the wholeness of the world break open, and the light of the world is scattered into an infinite number of sparks of wholeness, which fall into all events, all organizations, all people, and remain deeply hidden there until this very day. To Rachel Naomi Remen, the accidental breaking of the vessels provides us, our species, with a distinct identity and a distinct role. Now, according to my grandfather, the whole human race is a response to this accident. We are all here because we are able to discover and uncover the hidden wholeness in all life's events and all people. We're able to tend it, to strengthen it, to lift it up and make it visible once again. And by doing so, we are able to restore the wholeness of the world. And this collective task involves everybody. Everyone who's ever been born, everyone alive, everyone yet to be born. And in Hebrew, the task is called tikkun olam, restoring the world back into its original wholeness, healing the world. So according to Kabbalah, every one of us is a healer of the world. And tikkun olam is synonymous with the word service. And the story, of course, suggests that our ability to heal the world defines us as human beings. It is central to our human nature. It links us to the very purpose of our lives. And all of us are made in such a way that we can make a difference. Now, Grandpa was talking to a very little girl. I was four at the time. And I wouldn't have understood words like restore or heal. These were big words for me. So he used another language, a language which was a part of his own life. And he said to me, Nishumala, you can become a blessing. You can bless the life around you. And I understood this because my grandfather blessed me all the time. Every Friday, he would light candles and he would speak to God. And when he was finished talking to God, he would call me to him and he would put his hands on the top of my head. And first he would thank God for making him my grandpa. And then he would tell God something about me that was true. And every week I would wait to find out what that was. (laughs) 
you know? If I failed, he would appreciate how hard I tried. If I made mistakes during the week, he would mention my honesty in telling the truth. If I'd slept for only five minutes without my nightlight, he would celebrate my courage for being able to sleep in the dark. These few moments were the only time in my week I felt safe and at rest. My family of physicians and health professionals were always struggling to learn more and to be more. It it was never enough. If I brought home a 98 on a test, my father would ask whatever happened to the other two points. And I pursued those two points throughout my childhood. But my grandfather didn't care about such things. For him, I was already enough. And when I was with him, I knew with absolute certainty that this was so. My grandfather died when I was seven. At first I was afraid that without him to see me and tell God who I was, I might disappear. But slowly over time, I came to understand that in some mysterious way, I had learned to see myself through his eyes. And once we are blessed, we are blessed forever. When you bless someone, you expand them. You offer them a place of refuge from everything that conspires to diminish them. Refuge is a place of self-remembering. It's a relationship where someone else sees us and values our dream of ourselves before we can. And by seeing it and enabling it, we make it real. Blessing someone expands them. Blessing makes our dreams of wholeness become real. Blessings are forever. Again, Rachel Naomi Rimmon. Much in life diminishes us. Many people do not know their full potential, and they can live their entire lives unaware of it, and they never will achieve it. When people have not discovered their dream of wholeness, their personal dream, and they have not been enabled to move towards it, they fall victim to cynicism and hostility and bitterness and depression. They become envious and alienated and resentful of others. The increasing levels of violence around us can be thought of as the outcome of thwarted potential, potential that has been denied not only for a single lifetime, but for generations. In these critical times in the human story, when potential cannot be wasted, those who commit to uncovering the hidden wholeness, the potential in others, to witness it, believe in it, and strengthen it, may become the architects of the future of the world. I thought I would throw the idea of blessing into the, into the idea mix. The possibility that we may each develop a personal relationship with the idea of blessing and make blessing a way of life. Rachel Naomi Remen's idea of blessing may sound lofty, but that's not how she sees it. We can tease out the hidden wholeness in another person without even knowing it on any given street corner, as she shows when we return. 
This is a return to wholeness, storytelling as a healing art. I'm Neil Harvey. You're listening to The Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. According to one theory based on DNA research, modern humans nearly died off about 100,000 years ago due to environmental pressures. The entire population of our species dwindled to about 2,000 people in Africa. To survive, this population had scant margin for error, for war or genocide. To pull together on lifeboat Earth, they needed to cooperate, and evolution has evidently reinforced our ability to help each other. The ancient Chinese scholar Mencius once observed that if a baby was about to fall into a well, any one of us would instinctively reach to save it. In rare moments like near-death rescues, found children, or even an old friend's surprise greeting, we suddenly realize how connected we are to one another. But Rachel Remen points out that this powerful, life-affirming recognition can happen anywhere, in any circumstance, to anybody, even to perfect strangers. You know, there's another story, a wisdom story about making change. It has to do with the fact that there is a hidden web of connection between us and that we're not alone. And most of us have become so distracted, so busy, so separated from the world around us and the world within us that we may not have noticed the web of connection that lies between all of us. And in the Indian way, there is a person called Grandmother Spider. Grandmother Spider weaves up and strengthens the web of connection between us. And I've always thought that she does this by telling stories. And the web of connection confers great power on each of us to change the world around us. It confers on us the power to become a blessing in the world. And because of the web of connection between us, we've already blessed many more people than we know. We can even bless the life in total strangers. And let me tell you a story about this. I have a friend called Elaine who is an expert on domestic violence, spouse abuse. And she has saved the lives of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, mostly women, through her writings and her teachings and her talking on the radio and on the television. And I was having dinner with her one night in the place where she lives. I was visiting there. 
And I looked at her across the table. She's very small. She's about five feet tall, and she's as delicate as a porcelain cup. And I found myself wondering, how did she get into this field, this field of abuse, you know, and violence? And so I asked her, and she said, Oh, Rachel, I used to be one of these women. And then she told me that her first husband was an abusive and violent man, but he had also been a pillar of the community. And in public, he had always treated her like a perfect gentleman. So people actually envied her her life and her marriage. No one dreamed that her private life was a living hell. And like many abusers, he had told her the abuse was her own fault because of the stupid things she said and the stupid things she did. And over the years, she'd keep trying harder and harder and was never good enough. And she became so ground down that she actually believed she deserved to be treated in this terrible way. Now, all of this ended abruptly one day on a street corner in New York City. She and her husband were visiting, and they're standing on the corner waiting for the light to change. And she looks across the street, and she sees this beautiful Art Deco building, and she turns to him and she says, Honey, look at that beautiful building. And he, thinking that they are alone, speaks to her in the tone of utter contempt that he reserved for their private conversations. And he says something like, Oh, you, that building over there, the one that anyone with eyes in their head would know is just like every other building on the street? You're such an idiot. And she did what she'd been doing for years. When he spoke to her like that, she just fell silent. But a perfect stranger, a woman standing next to him, also waiting for the light to change, turned to him in disbelief and said, What? (laughs) That's a perfectly beautiful building. She's absolutely right. And you, sir, are a horse's ass. (laughs) And then the light changed. (laughs) And this, this stranger crossed the street, you know, went on with the rest of her life. But Elaine told me that this was the moment that her whole life changed. In this moment, she suddenly understood she had never deserved to be treated like this. She understood what had been happening in seven and a half years of marriage. And she felt something within her, something completely unfamiliar, a sort of a certainty. That's how she said it, a certainty. And she knew that it would take time and it would take planning and it wasn't going to be easy, but she was going to be able to leave this man. Right? Now, this isn't a story about Elaine. This is a story about the stranger. Because if we were to go to New York today and somehow find her and say to her, excuse me, ma'am, Have you ever blessed and strengthened the life in anybody? I somehow doubt she'd say, Oh, yeah, 20 years ago on that street corner in New York waiting for life. 
No, I don't think she'd say that at all. I think most likely she'd say, what? (laughs) Me bless lives? Do I look like a holy person to you? (laughs) Kabbalah says everything has in it a dream of itself a hidden wholeness, and that it's possible to collaborate with that dream to strengthen it. And this requires making a commitment to develop the eyes to see it and the ears to hear it, to recognize what it may need from us. Rachel Remen likes to quote the Kabbalah, Everything has in it a dream of itself. And evidently even strangers can help the dream become realized. But can that work for the planet? So, what is the old wisdom about sustainability? What will it take for the survival of the world? Let me tell you another story from the 14th century. It's a story about the Lamed Vav. Lamed Vav in Hebrew means 36. And this story was also told me by my grandfather when I was small. And what he told me was that the survival of the world depends on there being a minimum number, at least 36 people in the human race, who are capable of responding to the suffering in the world. Capable of responding to the suffering of people they don't even know. And if this number falls below 36... The world will come to an end. The experiment, which is the human race, is over. It has failed. And the world will come to an end. So I was about three or four. I was impressed. (laughs) Who are these people? (laughs) They must be very famous people if, if the survival of the world depends on them. So I asked my grandfather who they were. I was sure he knew, but he didn't. And he said, no one knows who they are. They don't know who they are. So it behooves you to treat everyone as if they are one of the 36 on whom the survival of the world depends. And these people, they don't respond to the suffering because they know the continuity of the world depends on it. They respond to the suffering simply because the suffering matters simply because it matters. Now, this story made me worry when I was little. You know, well, what do these people need to do? It must be something very hard if the whole world depends on it. And what if they couldn't do it? What if they can't do it? What then? So I asked my grandfather, what if they can't do it? What is it they're supposed to do? And he laughed and said, Nishumala, They don't need to do anything. They respond to the suffering in the world with compassion. Compassion for people you don't even know is the foundation of the continuity of the world. Compassion for people who have a different language, a different name for God, people who share only a common humanity with us. So our culture 
places such an emphasis on technology and science, expecting them to create a better future for us. You know, perhaps we create a future out of something very different than that. Perhaps we have relied too much on the power of science and technology to make life better. You know, the past five years have showed us all the limitations of science and technology and expertise. We have the technology to build buildings that are 110 stories high, to make planes and fuel them that can fly across the country in six hours and around the world in a single day. And every one of us has seen on TV the expertise which enables us to unleash incredible destruction on innocent people. So it's clear that our expertise has not made us whole, and it will not make the world whole either. It's going to take something different than that. It's going to take our remembering the power in the web of connection to one another and having the courage to use that power. It may take are becoming willing to bless others out loud. The future may depend on our remembering that everything has in it a dream of itself, that the seeds of wholeness and the seeds of needed change are already present in all events and all people and every one of us, and that the wholeness of the world can only be restored one heart at a time. Rachel Naomi Remen, seeding dreams of wholeness already within us, one heart at a time. A return to wholeness, storytelling as a healing art. Free downloads of this program are available on the radio pages at Bioneers.org. Resources related to this show and the entire Bioneers radio series can also be found at Bioneers.org or by calling 877-246-6337. That's 1-877-BIONEER. Visit Bioneers.org to become a member, make a donation, learn about the annual Bioneers conference, or join our thriving online community. Choose from articles, blogs, event calendars, books, podcasts, CDs, and DVDs at Bioneers.org or by calling 1-877-BIONEER. The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature is a production of Collective Heritage Institute. Executive producer, Kenny Osabel. Written by Laird Townsend. Senior producer, Neil Harvey. Managing producer, Stephanie Welch. Production assistants, Marita Prandoni. Distribution is by WFMT Radio Network. Original recordings provided by Reference Media Group. Our theme music is taken from the album Journey Between by Baca Beyond and used by permission of Hannibal Records, a Ryko Disc label. Additional music was made available by Silver Wave Records at silverwave.com. For more music information, please visit Bioneers.org. The opinions expressed in the Bioneers Revolution from the Heart of Nature radio series are those of the presenters and are not necessarily those of Collective Heritage Institute, the underwriters, or this radio station. My name is Neil Harvey. Thank you for listening. I invite you to join the Bioneers in improving the environment by changing the world.
This is program number 0308. This program is underwritten in part by Organic Valley Family of Farms, celebrating 20 years, organic and farmer-owned since 1988. Meet your local farmers at organicvalley.coop.